In this episode, we're talking about how to start your year so that you can set yourself up for success. Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about how to start your year in a way that you, um, you know, you set yourself up for ample or amazing or wonderful success. Now, when I say success, I mean success in all areas of your life. Remember, when we talk about prosperity, even though we are talking about a lot of the times financial prosperity, I want you to be prosperous in all areas of your life. So the things I talk about today will be applicable in all areas of, of your life, regardless of which area you're focusing on. And obviously, being a money person, I would say always focus on money, but also you can have other additional goals you can focus on too. So just keep bear that in mind as we have this conversation today. And I don't know when you're going to be listening to this episode, but this is going to go out and is being aired out on the 3rd of Jan. And so, um, you know, 3rd of Jan 2022. So it's the appropriate time for us to have this conversation. And everyone around us is talking about New Year's resolutions and what they're going to do and so forth. And I want to start off this conversation by saying I really don't believe in New Year's resolutions. And actually, I'm, you know, I really believe that they're counterproductive. And here's my reasoning. We are people, um, we are creatures of habit. And if you've been setting New Year's resolutions for the past 10, 20, 15, 20, 30 years, whatever, whatever have you, if you set up these resolutions with the expectation that you're going to break them anyway, because in the past, that's what everyone's, you've always done. And if you are a young child or, you know, a young adult, rather, you won't be listening to this as a child. But if you're a young adult and everyone around you, you sort of expect people not to continue with the resolutions, you know, from week three or four onwards from January. So you're setting these these resolutions up with the expectation that you're going to fail and with the track record, with the historical evidence, you will fail. So in your mind, these resolutions do not hold much merit or weight. So that's the reason why I don't like the terminology of resolutions. I like goals. And I think the end of the year is a perfect opportunity for you to evaluate where your life is where you want to go and see what is the gap between the two and how you can bridge that gap. And this, I think, is very important. But you don't necessarily have to do that at the beginning of the year. I My my normal technique is to do this towards the end of the previous year. So and when it comes to my life, I, I began to evaluate my life towards the middle of December. And what I did was I always believe in prep. So I think if you prepare and you plan, you set yourself up for success. So what I did was I got my calendar for my my planner 
for 2022 in December. And I had, I put it up, it was already up on my wall and, you know, had all the things filled in, which is important to me. And I think I've talked about this and I will talk about another time about how you filled up your time and how, you know, what you should prioritize. For me, that's for my children and the time with my children. So that goes in and, and I've already done this. Anyway, that's another conversation I'll have another day. But that plan is already up there. And then I went ahead and I got my diary for 2022. That also came towards the uh, towards the, the you know, 20 something of December, so pre-Christmas. So I knew we were going to go on vacation, like uh, officially from work around the 23rd. So I had all my bits and bobs and all the things I needed beforehand delivered to me. Now, uh, you know, so this is planning for what I was going to do. Then I, during the time when I'm officially off, so when I'm not thinking about work and I'm supposed to be anyway, and I'm not doing anything, that's when I sat and I evaluated, okay, what went right? What didn't go right? What do I want to achieve? What do I want to create? And I let, I let you know, it's a, it's not something that I sit down doing one sitting. I, I sort of think about it and I mull over it. And I started writing in my diary. I started writing about the things that happened that I was happy about, my life mission, you know, what has come, else has come to light? What else do I want to achieve? All these sort of things, I let it brew in my mind for a little bit before I actually put pen to paper. So this happens for about a few days and what went right and what didn't go right in the previous year and how could I improve myself and what I could have done better and how I should do this year better. All of these things are going through my mind and mulling over it. And so this is what I do. Then I'm towards, basically once Christmas is over and then between Christmas and New Year's Eve is the time I start thinking about the things and the goals I wish to achieve in the following year. And the reason why this is important is because even before the New Year's begun, I have set myself goals. And I know on the 1st of January, doesn't matter what it is, I'm going to start those things. And I'm going to explain what I mean by those things. Because there's a there's a way that I set my goals that I think will be beneficial to you. You're welcome to take it or leave it, but I highly recommend you listen to it and see what you can benefit you can get from it. But the way I set my goals up is quite important for me. It works very, very well. So first of all, what I do, and I got some, I got a ritual that we started with my children this year round, and I hope to continue with it with the following year. And this I got from Dr. One of the people I always talk about is Dr. Joseph Murphy. I love him. I absolutely love him as an author. He passed away before, obviously, I, I, you know, I was able to get to meet him or even get to know about him. But he's a mentor from the, the different dimension. I love him to bits. Something that one of his books mentioned, I wish I could remember which one of his books, but all his books are amazing, so go and read them. And um, so one of the one of the books he talks about where they, you know, they they I think one of the churches he was with or one of the organizations where he was with, they would get together and they would write out their goals for the following year and they'd put it in a jar and seal it for a year. And then they would get together the following New Year's before New Year's Eve or, or just before New Year's, and they will open the jar and see how many of those goals actually came to fruition, like, you know, how many of those manifestations came to light. And I thought that was a great idea. So this year I've done that thing with my children. So I sat down with my both my kids and I gave them a piece of paper, small piece of papers. And I said, look, write down what you wish to achieve in 2022. And we all wrote our, our particular goals and we could share it. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's only the three of us anyway. 
but you can share it with other people. You don't have to share it. It's up to you. And then we you know, then we folded it up and put initials at the top so we know exactly whose goal it is. And we put it in a jar and that jar is now sitting very comfortably in my private, uh, in my in my bedroom, in my one of my cupboards with all the other essential documents and so forth. So it's there waiting for us to open um, towards the end of 2022. And we'll see what which one of those goals has come to light. That is a beautiful ritual that I did, but it's also to get my children to start thinking about what to write and also how to think about the goals. Because I always, this is a line that I've taken from Dr. from a, um, Bob Proctor, which is, I'm so happy and grateful. We always start our goals writing in, in the present term, but also giving gratitude. And that's how I got them to write it too. So we all wrote our goals and put it together into this jar and it's gone. So that's one thing we did. Secondly, I also, uh, because I sat down and worked out what my goals were, we were able to create vision boards. So, you know, I'm not that big a fan of vision boards, to be honest, but I think they do have a place to uh, and a role to play because I do have other manifestation techniques we use. But there are, it's a good goal post. I think vision boards work to, to guide you where you want to go. And it's very great. It's They're a great visual tool to show yourself what you want to achieve and a constant reminder of what you want to achieve. And I'm going to explain to you why that, that's important in a bit. So I created my vision board and my son and my daughter are in the, in the process of creating their vision boards. They're not, my, my son's actually keen, but my daughter is not so much being the teenager that she is, but she sort of does it because mommy tells her to. Like you have to do it and we have to do it. And it's a, it's a habit that I'm trying to get them to form on a yearly basis. And the goal being, so they are focused on their goals. Yes, we've got these goals in our little jars, in the little jar now, but also on the vision board, they know exactly where they're focusing their minds on for this particular year and beyond. Now, why is that important? Because those goals that you set for yourself, that vision board was going to show you exactly what it is that you wish to create in either coming year or years. And so the what I did before, like previously before we set these goals was actually assess my life where it is at the moment. And then now what we're going to do is work out how we can bridge the gap. Now, let me start by saying this. I'm not expecting you to know how to get to those goals. And by the way, if you know how to get to those goals right now, you are not setting big enough goals. So the goals you need to set for yourself need to be out of this world, especially financial ones, okay? Some of the ones like for personal ones, yeah, you can, uh, for those you should, you know, you can work out something or start something or whatever. But if you know where you have to get from A to B, then B is too close to A especially when it comes to money and monetary goals. So that's my my tip for you. But you need to understand where you are right now. So that's where assessment of the current year and what's happened to you this year is very important. This is what we do towards the end of the year, between Christmas, especially between Christmas and New Year's Eve. And then your your vision board and your goals would give you an idea where you want to go for 2022 or the, the following year. Now, why is that important? Because as I mentioned before, we are creatures of habit. And so you're, if you think you're going to get to your goal by sheer willpower and by using your brain and understanding that I'm committed and saying you're committed and go and, and do the, you know, if you set yourself for a jog or you set yourself up to make a business, you are kidding yourself. You really are. Okay, so you need to create, uh, first work out where you want to go and then work out how to get there through habit. So for example, let me give an example. If you want to create a business 
that's uh, for example i've got I, i've got my eye set on an additional business that i'm going to be starting in january 2022 and it's it's completely in a new area which i don't know about it's scares me a lot because I don't have a clue about it. And that's probably one of the reasons why I want to do it because it, it excites me. It's a place for me to learn. I love learning. Plus it gets me out of my comfort zone and I'm able to go in a different area. And I'm always thinking, I always talk about, you know, multiple sources of income and breaking into different areas and so forth. So it scares me, right? So if that's the case, if I'm going to be doing that, Okay, so I need what do I need to do that? I don't know how I'm going to create it yet. I have an idea because I'm going to be uh, you know looking out for a mentor and I've already found the mentor that I'm going to be working with. But you know in terms of my own life, how I'm going to create things, I don't know. So I need to understand I have to create what I do understand about accomplishing goals and manifesting manifesting is that we have to create certain series of habits in our life that we start taking action on a daily basis and that allows us to get to our goals. And don't worry about it if you don't understand I'm gonna, because I'm going to break down these steps for you in a bit. Okay, I just want you to understand why it's important for us to have a visual representation or a written down goal of where you want to get to the following year so that we can then bridge the gap. And the bridge in the gap is through making new habits and, you know, and forming those habits on a regular basis. That's going to be the hard part. So your willpower is not going to be used to attain those goals. Your willpower is going to be used to make and form new habits or break old ones, one or the other. Okay, that's the only part, the only thing that you can use your willpower for is to create new habits or to break old ones. Simple as that. So what do I mean by that? So the first thing you're going to do, if you if you break this into step, step one is to work out exactly what goals you wish to create the following year or the year after, right? So long-term goals, you can have a three-month, six-month, yearly, or three-year goals. Focus on those for them, okay? that's I think that's as far as you need to go. You don't have to focus on five or 10 years for the time being. You can just focus on these for the time being, right? Three months, six months, a year, and three years. You can have it that way. But you need to write those down. So you can write it down. I recommend do both. Write it down and also create a visual aid for it. So vision boards are perfect for that regard. You know, create something where you can see exactly what it is that you're going to be creating for yourself. So that's step number one. Step number two is work out what actions you need to take to be able to achieve those goals. So for example, you know, I am the business, if I'm if I'm going to be creating this new business, what actions do I need to create? Well, first of all, I need to go and find a mentor who can help me, you know, to get acquire the knowledge and get the know-how and work out how to, you know, create that new business and so forth, okay? That's first action. The second one may be to actually take action on those things, you know, allocate time in my life and go and do those meetings you know, have those calls, whatever, whatever actions I need to take. I haven't, I don't have a clue about what I need to be doing yet because I'm learning, but those are the actions I need to take. I hope you are enjoying today's episode. If you want to learn more about my mindset strategies and energy tools to help you change your money mindset, then please register for my Abundance Mindset Makeover Workshop by visiting www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com. See inside the workshop. And or for example, if you want to if you want to lose new weight, if you want to lose weight or you want to get more healthy. For example, one of the, one of my resolutions is to become a lot more healthy than I am. I actually want to I'm focusing on building lean muscle mass and bringing my BMI down. And there's there's other health targets that I have for myself for this year. And 
for those reasons, okay, what what actions will I need to take? Well, I need to go to um, on two on two fronts. I need to go to the gym regularly, or or have other exercise routines coming up, or um, and or um, you know create some other activity in my life where I'm getting my body moving my body pretty much right. And simultaneously, that I need to work on my diet, my health, you know, my eating habits, and so forth. So those are the things, actions I need to take. So those are the actions. The first step is looking at what setting yourself goals and set know exactly what it is that you're t- setting yourself to achieve. Step number two is what actions you need to take in order for you to achieve that goal. That's step number two. And you you should be able to brainstorm this. You may not know all the actions, but you'll have a rough idea where to start, right? doesn't matter what the task is. What's the something that you can do right now to achieve it? I think this is something that I, I picked up from Tony Robbins years ago. And he always said, you never let, you never leave a, a goal. You never leave a space where you set a goal without knowing what you're going to do to achieve that goal. And even if it doesn't matter if it's as small as making a phone call or, you know, making a, a checklist or something like that. You take some sort of action there and then to, you know, to solidify that decision that I'm going to achieve that goal. And it's a way to tell your, your subconscious mind, I'm serious about achieving this goal. So the step number one is setting the goal. Step number two is working out what actions you need to do, obviously alongside more, but what actions you need to do, um, the one you're aware of, to achieve this goal. Now, step number three is, this is where most people forget. And I find this is the missing link for most people. You will, if you think you're going to take those actions and you're going to take those steps by sheer willpower for the next 12 months, you are kidding yourself. There is such thing as a decision fatigue. And I'm going to go as far as say there's, you know, there's so, such thing as willpower um, fatigue. You know, you only have so much about willpower. And when you're tired, when you're upset or something else, your willpower depletes, depleted. You can't make the decision or you don't have the willpower to do it to take the action in the first place. So it's not important. It's not just important for you to set those goals and know what actions you need to take. Because a lot of people get to those steps, okay? I think 95% of the people get to the steps number one and two. Where they fail is steps three and four. So step number three is know what habits you need to form in order to take those actions for step number two. So for example, if I want to, um, if I want to uh, you know, reduce my BMI and if I want to b- build lean muscle mass, if I want to go away from the mummy look and go into more of the lean look, then what do I need to do? I need to be working out pretty much, um, you know, four, five or six times a week and be very, very active. Okay, so how do I form the habit for that? Now, if I think I'm going to go into gym every single day, for someone who hasn't gone to gym very often, or I used to have a, a, a personal trainer come to my home, and now I'm going to suddenly go into gym every single day, I'm kidding myself. You really are kidding yourself. So what habits can I form? Okay, so I can start off, I'll start off by having, hiring a personal trainer again, which I have, from January, I have another personal trainer. So my target is, okay, what habit do I want to form? The habit, the first habit I'm going to form is to make sure I would do at least two workouts a week with my personal trainer. That's the first habit. Then once that's in place, what's the next habit I'm going to do? The next habit after that is going to be, I'm going to include going into the gym at least once a week. So twice a week, I will, I'll work out with my uh, my in, my personal trainer. Once a week, building up to twice a week, I will go to the gym. Okay, what's going to be the next habit I form? So I, I really want to spend more time with my kids and that's very, very important to me and I want them to be very active. So what sports do I enjoy? I really like squash and my kids really like squash. So we'll pick up squash again because of COVID. We haven't been able to and we moved as well. So we looked for squash places around our place. We there's found some. So we're going to start now taking lessons and we will start doing squash once a week. Again, gets me active, gets me moving, right? 
Perfect. So we will get into the habit of going to play squash once a week. Now, I I, I haven't been much of a swimmer since my mum passed away. Another story for another time. Um, I used to take my mum for swimming. So since then, I, I it, it broke my heart. I used to love swimming. Then I just realised ever since my mum passed away all those years ago, I've just never, ever found the love for swimming again. And I realised I need to overcome that. So I'll work through that. So something else. Another activity. It could be swimming, could be something else. But anyway, the, the point is... We will have include another activity during the week. So we will slowly form the habit. I will slowly form the habit of taking my kids at least tw- once, at least maybe even twice a week for these activities with them where I am active in order for me to build a habit of being active on a daily basis. The idea is for me to form a habit to be active every single day for half an hour to an hour, be it in the gym, be it with a personal trainer or through an activity like squash or swimming or something with my kids where I'm enjoying myself as well as being active. Can you see I'm going with this? right? Now, I have not thought I'm going to go and do all this all at once. These are habits I'm going to form over the next few weeks, right? That's the idea. So I write down all the habits that I need to form slowly in order for me to accomplish this goal of, you know, lowering my BMI. Now, the step number four is I break these down like I just did to you, just explained to you, and make sure that I get and I build these habits one at a time. So the very first habit I'm going to form is making sure, which is, I think that's where accountability comes in quite a lot, is making sure that I work with my personal trainer. Now I'm paying her quite a lot of money, so obviously I want to turn up on a regular basis and I will go and see her on a regular basis. So we will work together, you know, at least twice a week for the time being. And then she wants to build up to third level. I might build up with her or go to gym. Something like that will work as as it is. Now, the plan isn't fixed. The plan isn't written in stone. It's what I have in mind and what's my general plan. I'm flexible with the plan, but the idea is I've got a plan in motion. I know what habits I need to form and I'm working on implementing that plan to form those habits on a regular basis so that the only thing that's happening for me is using my willpower to create those habits. And then eventually, as I get into that habit, those habits will actually provide me with the regular dose with, you know, so I'd have to think about it. I can just get up in the morning. I know I'll, dro- I'll drop my son off and I go off to see my, my personal trainer and I'm going to have my workout on those particular days that I'm, I'm going to be working out with her. I, I, when it's not with her, I have, um you know, I can go to the gym and make sure I've done that at least three or four times a, day, a week. I've gone to other, my personal trainer or the gym to be the active. The other two, three times a week, I can be have that activity with my kids, which is fun. We're having fun. My Mommy's having fun with them, as well as being active and showing my kids how important being active is. And so they become active and they form these lifelong habits of being active children. Can you see I'm going with this? So this is such a powerful um, tool to have. But most people, when they set themselves New Year's resolutions, they do step number one and step number two which is they understand their goals. They may not write it. Some people may go as far as writing their New Year's resolutions, writing those goals. But what they do is they may even go to step number two and work out what actions they need to take in order to do them. But they fail on step number three and four. And those are the crucial elements for you to be successful. Now, it doesn't matter what goal you set for yourself for the following year, you can break it down. You can, you know, if you, for example, if you want to be a millionaire, in year 2022, I'm not going to say you can't, depending on where you, where you are, where your mindset is and where your energy is. Can you? Of course you can. 
And there are other issues that they can hold you back. And that's where your money blocks come in. And that's another conversation for another time. And if you haven't, by the way, if you haven't attended one of my, um, my, uh, you know, my abundance workshops, uh, workshops, I highly recommend you come to those. We are, we are currently doing them live again. And there's one running, you know, pretty much every few weeks or every couple of months or something. So depending on when you listen to this conversation, go to abundancemindsetmakeover.com. That's www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and go and register for one. It's only 27 bucks at the moment or something ridiculous. Even if you listen to this later on, if we put the price up, it probably isn't much anyway. So it's not much money for the workshop and it's well worth it. And we get lots of bonuses as well. So anyway, enough of that information. So go and check it out yourself. But I highly recommend you do that. But that's another conversation. But irrespective of that, you know, whatever, whatever goal you set for yourself, what you need to do is set yourself a goal and then you can break it down. What actions do I need to take to, in order to get there? Keep in mind, you may not be familiar with all the actions you need to take. So every time you come across a new action you need to take, you need to break it down. Okay, how can I form a habit? Let me give you another example. So I want to make a million bucks. Okay, in order for you to make a million bucks uh, in this year, you need to be making 80, 90,000 a month. All right, in order for me to make 90,000 a month, what do I need to do? So for example, if you're in sales, I need to speak to 100 people to close 10 sales in order to make $100,000, depending on each sale, you know, if you're if you're in high ticket sales. So if each, t- each ticket um, gives you $10,000, they need to be speaking to 100 people in order to close 10 people to make you 100,000. Can you see what I'm going with this, right? Right, so in order for me to be speaking to 100 people, what do I need to create in order to, you know, have those 100 calls lined up and so forth? Can you see where I'm going with this, right? Now, you may not know how to um, have those 100 calls set up for you. You may not know how to close those 10 people from those 100 calls. And by the way, 10 is a, is a small number. You, you know, you should if you work with a decent person, if you have good, um, um, you know, closing, you should be able to close better. But anyway, but the point being, you know, you, you can break it down too. But whatever step you have, whatever goal you have, doesn't matter what you break it down to, it's going to be a series of habits. It comes down to it at the bottom line. Your willpower will not help you achieve your goals. Your habits will. And your habits are formed in your subconscious mind, right? That's why repetition is key. And that's the only way you can achieve anything and have sustained success in anything is when something becomes a habit. Whether it's diet, when you're the kind of food you eat, whether it's the exercise and how active you are, whether it's the kind of people you meet, whether it's the kind of books you read, whether it's the kind of TV you watch, Whatever you are, you are a creature of habit. So you need to be focusing on what habits you can form, what habits can you get rid of, what habits can you eliminate or substitute in order to attain your goals. But in order for you to work those out, you have to work you know, from, from the point, okay, what do I want to achieve? What actions do I need to take? What habits do I need to have to take those actions? And how do I install or how do I form those habits? How do I install those habits? Or how do I eliminate habits which are, get going, you know, which are going against it? One of the major ones would be, you know, binging on Netflix. And by the way, I'm not having a go at you for binging on Netflix. I have watched so much Netflix over the of the last few days. It's crazy. And, um, you know, I've done, I, I, I have these rare occasions. I don't watch TV for months and then I sit and binge on it. It's like, you know, junk food. You don't have it for months and then you binge on junk food. And I've done that as well. I've done both. I've done junk <laughs> food, binged on junk food and binged on uh, Netflix. It doesn't matter, right? You can have these episodes. You can always, as long as you're willing to break free from them and moving ahead, right? The important is doesn't don't hold yourself up don't judge yourself for making for for taking certain actions know that every day when you wake up is a new day for you to start again now we are doing this the beginning of january but you can be listening to this episode doesn't matter which part of the year you can listen to it in march in april in 
in June, even in September, it doesn't really matter. The most important thing is that you are listening to it right now, which means the universe is speaking to you through me right now, telling you tomorrow or today is a new day, start it and take your action. So you can do the steps I've just mentioned to you. I, I You know, you can do it at the beginning of the year, but you can do it at any part of the year. And you can take regular audits of this, you know, quarterly or, um, you know, twice a year, maybe in June time, but you can do this at any point in time. And I, I do recommend you start off by doing at least annually, at least at the end of the year and beginning of the year, and then maybe move on to doing it twice a year and then maybe you're doing it quarterly, right? So you are on track on what habits you formed and what habits you need to still form and what habits you need to let go of. Remember, we are... We have as we need to form great habits as well as letting go of, of bad ones. And I am work in progress. This is why I share myself and my my journey with you guys so openly. So you guys know I'm not preaching to you say as from the from the podium saying, I'm so wonderful and I've got my life together and I'm so great. I'm not. Honestly, I'm still working a work in progress. I'm still learning every single day. And I still fumble and I still fall and I still cry and I still get up and brush myself off and walk on. This is who I am. And I want you to understand, you know, there's no difference between you and I. The only reason why our success will maybe be different is because I'm willing to wake up, get up, brush myself off and carry on trying. I don't give up. You know, I, I will say this. For me, failure is not an option. Failure is only when I stop. The only time I'm going to stop is when I'm going to die. Until I die, I'm going to carry on trying. So nothing in my life is ever going to be a failure because every single thing that I don't achieve or I haven't got the results I wanted, it's a lesson for me, for me to divert, push forward, around, or some other way to get to and to arrive at my destination. And even when I get close to the destination, the destination changes all the time because I don't want to be a stagnant in one place. I always want to achieve more, right? But that's me. But anyway... I hope you got value from today's episode. I'm just going to give you a recap of how to set your goals in my way um, for you to move forward and set yourself up for success in this coming year. So first step number one is actually write your goals down. Whatever your goals are, just write those down. And if you want to, you can create a visual aid for which a vision board is perfect. And there's plenty of other people out there who can tell you how to create a vision board. I'm not going to go into that now. And step number two is then you write down to the best of your ability the actions you need to take in order to achieve those goals. So, you know, whatever the goals are, and I gave an example of the one I have for, you know, for, to, to reduce my BMI and to le- build lean, uh, lean body mass. Um, so that's, um, that's step number two. Step number three is working out what habits you need to form, what habits you need to let go of in order for you to take the actions to achieve those goals that you set for in step number one, right? So remember these go in a sequence. And so that's step number three. And then step number four is actually you taking action to form those habits, which will help you to take action on a regular basis, step number two, in order for you to achieve the goals that you set for yourself in step number one. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please do leave us a review. And remember, if you leave us a review, I do read them. And if you take a screenshot of those reviews, that review that you set for us, and send them and email them to us at moneymindsetpodcast.gmail.com, we will send you our Millionaire in the Mirror Meditation for free. So to say, um, as, our things, as our way of saying, thank you for supporting our podcasting journey. Well, until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now. If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, 
www.gulkhan.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day abundance mindset makeover workshop, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.abundancemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in the next workshop. And if you want to learn about the spiritual laws of money, then go and get my book, Laws of Money, from www.lawsofmoney.com. Until the next time we meet, this is Girl Khan signing off. Take care and bye for now.